Good morning, or good evening, or good afternoon, whatever time you're listening. Welcome to the Free Melon Podcast. My name is Eli Martyr. I want to really, really thank you for joining me today. And over the... Uh, we It's 2021, and we have had a, a hell of a 2020. <laughs> With the whole COVID-19 fear propaganda government, social engineering, social manipulation, indoctrinating us and promulgating the next evolution of Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and reigning in the top-down, socialist, communist, technological, biological surveillance, capitalist economy that wants to manipulate and completely dominate human beings from the top down at every level restricting all your freedoms turning you into nothing but as the matrix (laughs) uh, forecasted a battery that's wow that's not how i wanted to introduce this episode of the podcast uh but i you know when i start thinking about just how this world operates it, it can really you know it can really start to uh, get you off on a tangent. Anyhow, what I was going to say is that it's 2021 now, and obviously because of this fake pandemic, people naturally, well, some people are curious about health and wellness, and and more people have been sparked into looking into methods of healing and protection, how to boost your immune system, quote-unquote, boost your immune system, how to increase your resistance to pathogenic microbes and all that sort of stuff. And I came across, well, not I came across, I mean, I've read it before, but I, you know, you, you go back to books that you've read and you find little nuggets that you're like, you remember, oh yeah, this was, this was fantastic. So I, came across once again a passage from the Gospel of Peace, the Gospel of Peace of Jesus Christ, uh, which is written by the disciple John. Now, the Gospel of Peace is a treasure trove of beautiful natural laws, okay, and natural truths about the laws that govern reality. And going through it it's is very very helpful as a tool for giving you fresh and accurate ideas about uh, how health and wellness work in many of the apocrypha in in fact you're going to find allegorical truths you know allegorical meaning uh, a story that is designed to convey a a certain meaning a deeper underlying meaning and uh, there, in fact, well, even not even the Apocrypha. When I say the Apocrypha, sorry, excuse me. I mean, texts that were omitted from the canon, from the Christian canon, from the biblical canon. Uh, texts that were omitted from mainstream, from the mainstream uh, Christianity that the, that the church, that the ecclesiastical powers did not want included in the mainstream text because 
for whatever reason, they felt that it didn't belong because, well, let's just be honest. Uh, when we're talking about truth, any institutionalized, you know, well, any institution, any institutionalized religion, they are interested in your subservience. So if they start teaching you about how to become well and free and to recognize the divinity within, well, that's not something that they can tolerate because they want you to assign divinity to the church, not yourself. Okay. So they can't have their, their patrons believing that they are units of the divine, that they are, they are in fact, elements they are units of that divinity they need you to believe lock stock and barrel what the priest says and that's the end of the story so anyhow again i'm going off on a tangent but um there are many many very important truths especially if you're concerned about natural healing and natural diet that you can glean from the teachings that are written in the gospel of peace so there's one particular passage that's so important especially for this craziness that has been introduced uh to the to the world in 2020 and i want to go through it and read it with you guys and hopefully inspire inspire you to take a, another look at your at your health and lifestyle okay health and lifestyle behaviors Okay, so let's start. So this is an excerpt, again, from the Gospel of Peace of Jesus Christ. And it's by the disciple John. Um, understand that um, I, it, it doesn't matter what you believe about the existence of Jesus Christ, of, of the, the character named Jesus Christ in the Bible as it's, as it's told in the Bible. That's not important, whether you believe he's real or he's not, okay? So that's that's irrelevant. What is important is the actual teaching, okay? What is, what is written and is it true in terms of principles that you can apply to your life? Are they true? That is what is important, okay? I'm not interested at all in whether the, the man described in the bible was a real character okay um it, it it makes no difference in terms of what we're doing here okay so this is the teaching and uh this is the little section that i want to read to you today okay here we go i tell you unless you follow the laws of your mother you can in no wise escape death and he who clings to the laws of his mother to him shall his mother cling also. Readers aside, I would suggest that what he's talking about is, uh, you know, Mother Earth, Mother Law, okay, natural law, the, 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 the divine, the divine intelligence of nature. That's what he's talking about. He's, so he's saying if you cling to the, to the, to the simple laws that govern nature, then um, then you're going to be looked after and she will look after you if you observe their law, her laws, meaning, you know, respect mother nature, essentially. Continuing on, she shall heal all his plagues and he shall never become sick. She gives him long life and protects him from all afflictions, 
from fire, from water, from the bite of the venomous serpents. For your mother who bore you keeps life within you. She has given you her body, and none but she heals you. Okay, very important. Okay, readers aside, what, what he's saying, again, is that only Mother Nature heals you. Only the intelligent life, the, the divine essence in your body is what heals you. Okay, you cut yourself on your arm. It's not the herb that you took. It's not the superfood that you took. It's not the powdered product that you took. It's not the garlic tea that you drank. Uh, which uh, which I kind of like garlic tea. Uh, I don't use it very often, but anyhow, um, it's none of those things that actually heals you. It's only life that heals you. Life. Your body is imbued with the spark and the breath of divine intelligence and life. That is what is healing you. Nothing else. So, very important to know. And when uh, when, of course, you follow the principles that life is premised upon, then you can heal from venomous serpent bites. You can heal from all sorts of injuries. You, you can heal from minor infractions, all of that kind of lovely stuff. Okay, continuing on. Happy is he who loves his mother and lies quietly in her bosom. For your mother loves you even when you turn away from her. And how much more shall she love you if you turn to her again? I love it. I don't want to do too many of these readers aside, but it's just, uh, there's so much truth here. If you have a garbage diet and you eat McDonald's and you eat, you know, greasy cheese pizzas and you eat, it doesn't matter. Your mother loves you so much, meaning life, nature loves you so much that they will, it will continue to keep you alive despite the abuse, despite you turning your back on the simple laws that nature has imbued you with, okay? Despite everything you do, they'll, it'll always love you. But if you respect and love it in return, oh, that love is returned in droves. Continuing on again. I tell you truly, very great is her love, greater than the greatest of mountains, deeper than the deepest seas. And those who love their mother, she never deserts them. As the hen protects her chickens, as the lioness her cubs, as the mother her newborn babe, so does the earthly mother protect the son of man from all danger and from all evils. For I tell you truly, evils and dangers innumerable lie in wait for the sons of men. Beelzebub, the prince of all devils, the source of every evil, lies in wait in the body of all the sons of men. He is death, the lord of every plague, and taking upon him a pleasing raiment, he tempts and entices the sons of man, of men, excuse me. Um, readers aside, raiment is just clothing, okay? A pleasing attire, meaning that the devil tries to fool you by seeming pleasing. Okay, that's what, that's what he's saying. The, de the devil tries to please you by being enticing, being attractive. Okay? Um, so all of the things that attract your, your base desires, base senses, base adulterated tastes, the, he's equating this with Satan, with Beelzebub. 
Okay. Continuing on. Riches does he promise, and power, and splendid palaces, and garments of gold and silver, and a multitude of servants. All these he promises renowned glory. Fornication and lustless, uh, lustfulness, gluttony and wine-bibbing, riotous living and slothfulness and idle days. And he entices every one by that to which their heart is most inclined. And in the day that the sons of men has, uh, have already become the slaves of all these vanities and abominations, then in payment thereof he snatches from the sons of men all those things which the earthly mother gave them so abundantly. Oh. He takes from them their breath, their blood, their bone, their flesh, their bowels, their eyes and their ears. And the breath of the Son of Man becomes short and stifled, full of pain and evil-smelling, like the breath of unclean beasts. Ooh! Um, readers aside, uh, a while ago I did a little video on the, the, the ways that you didn't realize nature tells you that you're sick. And all of, all of the things, it odors, okay, ladies and gentlemen, the odors that you think are normal or, or normally smell uh, offensive, uh, not necessarily true. Uh, offensive odors are the, well, one of the ways nature tells you that you are sick inside or that there is the conditions of sickness are brewing, are welling inside. When you go to the washroom, do, you, do are there foul smells in the toilet? That's because things are rotting in the inside, and soon enough, that rot will come to the surface and be exemplary in your body. Okay? Um, do you, you know, does flatulence, does that smell? Do you have gas? Um, does your breath smell in the morning? Right? Bad morning breath. Um, these things that we seem, that we think are normal. Uh, exercise. You exercise a lot and work up a sweat. Do you smell badly? These are all indications of the body rotting <laughs> from the inside and they're not necessary if you treat yourself right respect the nature of your body respect the limitations uh, of your body and live cleanly live properly eat the adam and eve diet eat a human diet and you know all of these things you can avoid okay uh, where was I? Uh, the evil smelling. Uh, ah, okay. All right. Continuing on. And his blood becomes thick and evil smelling. Oh, Jesus. Uh, like the water of the swamps. It clots and blackens like the night of death. Oh, my Lord. And his bone becomes hard and knotted. It melts away within and breaks asunder as a stone falling down upon a rock. Oh. And his flesh waxes, oh, his flesh waxes fat and watery. Ah! It rots and putrefies with scabs and boils that are an abomination. And his bowels become full with abominable filthiness, with oozing streams of decay and multitudes of abominable worms having their habitation there. Oh my God. This, I mean, this needs to be material that they read in school. 
like I like I said recently, I mean, you have no idea how much not you particularly. I'm just saying in general, the public in general have no idea how much they weigh. I think I talked to oh sorry, I thought I talked about this on the very last podcast. The, the people don't have any idea how much they weigh because there's on average if you eat an average diet, you've got about 20 to 30 to 40 pounds of extra dead rotting material sitting in your body being latent disease being the cause of the disease that you're going to have in another five ten years or whatever if it's not dealt with right now so hopefully that's scary continuing on and his eyes grow dim till dark night enshrouds them and his ears become stopped like the silence of the grave and last of all shall the erring son of man lose life for he kept not the laws of his mother and added sin to sin therefore are taken from him all the gifts of the earthly mother breath blood bone flesh bowels eyes and ears and after all else life with which the earthly mother crowned his body but if the erring son of man be sorry for his sins and undo them and return again to his earthly mother and if he do his earthly mother's laws and free himself from satan's clutches remember readers aside remember satan's clutches being all of those things that seem that that come with the illusory notion with the pleasing raiment you know false attire of riches and wonderful tastes and and all sorts of deceiving nonsense okay those are satan's clutches continuing on uh free himself from satan's clutches resisting his temptation then does the earthly mother receive again her erring son with love and sends him her angels that they may serve him i tell you truly when the son of man resists the satan that dwells in him and does not his will and does not his will in the same hour are found the mother's angels there and they may serve him with all their power and free utterly the son of man from the power of satan for no man can serve two masters for either he serves Beelzebub and his devils or else he serves our earthly mother and her angels either he serves death or he serves life i tell you truly happy are those who do the laws of life and wander not upon the paths of death for in them the forces of life wax strong and they escape the plagues of death okay so i'm gonna stop there for now and i think something that's really important to remember is that when this was written it was written at a time where there wasn't the influence over the economy of the corporate industrial system there was no corporate food there was no highly processed food i mean there was still processed food in the terms of breads and wheats and whatnot so they were still manipulating food which is one of the human errors that we make in terms of our eating and, and diet however everything was organic okay there was no gmo there there weren't pesticides and herbicides being used 
So all of the types of foods that they were eating at that time, they were all relatively clean. But you're still getting these admonitions. So what does that mean? It means that even with natural, quote-unquote, natural-ish food, or completely natural food, you can still invite Satan into your body. Quote, I'm using quotes. You can still invite the quote-unquote Beelzebub force, the, the satanic force, the anti-health force into your body, even with natural foods, if you do not exercise temperance, okay? If you do not shackle the inclination to overindulge you can overindulge in good healthy clean food you can manipulate good healthy clean food so that it is not as good and clean and and that it does have the quote unquote belzebobic effect <laughs> in your body right so you can overindulge on uh, things like dried fruits and dates. And you can overindulge if you eat all day of fruits and vegetables. Yeah, you can overindulge. And God forbid, of course, if you eat the dead, dying, rotting carcasses of animals. Yeah, that is that would that would invite the satanic effect in your body. The anti-life, anti-wellness the acidic, the overly acidic effect in your body that will send the angel, in, in, I'm speaking um, like like the, the gospel, send the angels flying from you, okay? They will incite the angels to leave your body. But what gets the, quote-unquote, the angels to return to your body and work in your service is temperance, okay? Fasting and a clean diet. These re-invite the angels to work in your body, okay? I'm speaking uh, how, you know, in, in the way that, that the text speaks, okay? So, that's something that you should think about, right? Is that even with natural food, herbicide-free, pesticide-free, GMO-free, non-corporate, non-processed food, you can still corrupt your system, okay? So... How do you not corrupt your system? It's the same story as I've always said. You have to not overindulge. Okay. You have to, yes, you do have to eat in moderation, but of course, moderation only applies to natural stimuli, to vital stimuli. So the, the, uh, the foods that are designed for the human body. So fruits, leafy green vegetables only. Only the leafy green, soft, tender leafy green vegetables and um, nuts and seeds with caution only if desired. But you're not missing out on anything if you don't eat nuts and seeds in your, in your diet. Okay. So eating of moderation with temperance and simple prudence and with general common sense not to overeat of only those food groups that are designed for the human, human physiology fruits primarily you are a fruit eater and raw leafy green vegetables if and when desired um, those are your foods so you eat of those and then you go through some occasional cleansing or rest just like you would rest to regain your energy after a hard day's labor 
and you wouldn't engage in any strenuous physical activity, well, all the muscles in your body, those are all muscles too. All, all, excuse me, all the organs in your body, those are all muscles too. So they can, they can do well with a little bit of rest. However, the little bit of rest afforded to your physiological muscles, your, your um, digestive machinery, that takes some discipline, <laughs> which, of course, in modern society, we don't really want to have anything to do with self-discipline, self-marshalling, self-regimenting, okay? Abstaining from indulgences even for just a mere moment. But if you do, then the rewards are plentiful, okay? Okay, my lovelies, that's it for now. I hope that little excerpt was beneficial for you to hear. I know it was certainly beneficial for me to stumble upon once again. And I, I wish you well. Happy health, happy life, happy wellness. And I will see you next time here on the Free Melon Podcast. Okay, take care, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>